Thank you for joining me for Miracles in Everyday Moments. This is Christina Boschman of Let My Legacy Be Love. Love, our greatest gift and our most precious legacy. This podcast is about stories, stories where you find a miracle in a moment, an answer to a prayer, an unanswered prayer with offering another opportunity. I'm starting it with just me, but it is my intention to have you submit stories and we can talk on the phone or over Zoom and you can share your story, your miracle on this podcast. I'd be super excited to do that with you. In the meantime, though, until I build an audience, I'll start with me. Today, I want to talk about something that happened back in 2011, but I'm going to back up first so that I'm building a foundation of how I look at these miracles in nature. The first one happened around 2008. I was working with a man doing some advertising work with him at the time. He was trying to come up with a campaign, something different, some way to to have his client show, rise above the clutter, as they say, in the advertising business and show their goods, their services from a different perspective. I had spent the night before at my table scribbling notes. I love to write, so it wasn't so bad. But I didn't have any original ideas. I didn't want to go back to the three easy things that you can do to stand out. I wanted to do something different. That morning when I got up, I stopped at the table and I looked at my notes flipping through the pages. And I saw nothing worth actually typing up to present, even to the man I was working for. I made myself a cup of coffee, and after pouring it into a nice, my favorite mug and watching the steam roll up from it, I stepped out onto the deck. It was mid-September, and I lived in a rural area, as I still do. Out along the fence line, the trees were waving in the breeze. It was a beautiful, beautiful morning, and I sipped my coffee, thinking, there's something here that I'm supposed to see. What is it? Suddenly, it became so clear to me. There were three bright red leaves. Bright, bright, the brightest red I think I've ever seen. In a row, on a tree. As I looked at those red leaves against the background of the green trees, I had my angle for writing an article about standing out. A client would want to stand out like those red leaves were standing out against the green growth. What a cool angle, right? And it was right there in front of my face all along. I just had to take a moment and notice it. This is what I've found about miracles in nature. We ask and we're shown. Another story is one about perspective. Again, this had to do with a client that I was working with. And I had the day before 
had some words with him. He was disagreeing with everything that I was offering as an idea for him. And I couldn't understand why he was insisting on doing something, repeating something that hadn't worked for him in the past. I was trying so hard to come up with a different idea for him, but he just had this idea that nothing else was going to work. I do my best thinking in the morning. And that morning, I took my dog, Hannah, put her on her little red leash. Hannah, I had for many, many years. She was a very, very sweet dog. And we took a walk every morning, three and a half to four miles, depending on the day. That day, we went up the hill, very, very steep hill. And I couldn't stop thinking about my conversation with my client the night before. He was so upset. And I was so frustrated that I felt like we weren't communicating well. To me, life is about communication between people, nature, animals, whatever. And when I feel frustrated that I'm not being clear, it keeps me awake at night. As we got to the top of the hill and we started walking along a flat area that was on the verge of, on the edge of a beautiful field. I used to love to stop and look at the flowers there in the summertime. Hannah suddenly went crazy and she ran in circles and she got her leash wrapped around my legs and suddenly she bolted and I fell right down on the blacktop. I was so angry for a couple seconds because she really hurt me. But suddenly, I focused on the grass in front of me and I saw what she was looking at. In the grass was a little turtle. He had three red spots on his shell and he was slowly moving along the edge of the road, heading toward the little pond that was just over the ridge. From that position on the ground and watching that turtle, I suddenly had an aha moment. This was all about perspective. I was seeing the world on the ground from Hannah's perspective, what she could see, rather than my standing up at my five feet one perspective, seeing the world from up there. I was on the ground. I was looking into the grass and I was seeing something that I couldn't see from where I was standing. That was such a moment for me because I suddenly realized that this was the problem. I wasn't seeing things from my client's perspective. From where I was on the ground where Hannah had thrown me, I was in the weeds. And I realized at that point in time that in order to do a good job for that client, that I needed to get into the weeds. I needed to get in and talk to his employees and talk to them about how they felt about things and how they saw the company and how they might present it. They were the ones working. And from what I learned from them, I could come up with something creative that would help him stand out just like those red leaves had stood out in the woods. How cool is that, right? Fast forward about two years. I had been sick. Shortly after that knockdown on the ground, I was sick. I had some mystery illness that no one could figure out. 
and it really took me out for a while. During the same time, I was continuing to build my business as best as I could, considering everything that was going on in my life. I do talk about some of this in my book, Let My Legacy Be Love, so you can get more perspective on it if you read that or if you've already read it. Anyway, one morning, as I was leaving the house with Hannah after clipping on her little red leash and zipping myself into my coat because it was cold, I plodded up the hill and I found myself crying as I was walking. My life was not horrible. I had a beautiful life. I lived in the country. I had two boys who were doing really well. And I was just unhappy inside myself. I wasn't sure I was living to my full and true potential. And at that point in my life, I began to question when I was going to start doing that, when I was going to start seeing things from a place where I felt like I was serving more than just people's bottom lines. As I got to a little dirt road at the top, I removed Hannah's leash. That road was about a mile long and it was just out in the country with lots of open fields and only one small house halfway down the road. That morning, as I trudged along, I was looking down and I was noticing the puddles and the rough road and all the dark things around me. It was a dreary morning and it was raining. And I felt that my mood was as dark and heavy as those clouds over my head that were pouring the rain down. Suddenly I stopped. There was a tree there a huge tree, one of the biggest maple trees that I've ever seen. I saw it every day. As a matter of fact, sometimes I would take little prayers and write them down on paper, and I would bury them at the base of that tree. On that particular day, though, I stopped, and I took the time to really look up at that tree at the magnificence of that tree and at the sky above it. I remember the rain coming down and I was blinking against the rain as I was looking up, letting it hit my face. Then I closed my eyes as the rain was coming down and I put my hand on the tree. From that place, I began to pray. I said, God, I need your help. I feel lost. I don't feel that I'm serving what I came here to do. And I need direction. It's not that I have a bad life, but I am not happy. And I want to do better. I want to understand myself better. I want to understand other people better. I want to understand my heart. I want a heart full of understanding. The rain continued to come. And I finished my prayer with a thank you so much for anything that you can do. And I appreciate the fact 
that I am finally coming to a healthier place physically. So thank you. From there, I kept walking. I grabbed Hannah by the time we got to the end of the road and walked down the hill back toward my house. I ran in, took a shower, and got busy with my day. Not giving that prayer or that tree another thought until about two o'clock that afternoon when my phone rang. I picked it up and I said, hello, this is Chick Business Services. Rather unfamiliar, but kind of familiar voice said, hello, Christine. I said, hello. And she said, this is Karen Carey. My mind zipped, who's Karen Carey? I know that name. And I said, oh, Karen, hi, how are you? She was a woman that I had met a couple of weeks earlier while I was working with a client. Karen happened to be at my client's office that day, and she and I had had a rather nice conversation. I said to her, what can I do for you today? She said, I'm calling to offer you something. I said, okay. I immediately went on guard. I admit people were constantly trying to sell me things, and I knew she had a small business. I was making okay money, but my son was in college and tuition was due in a couple of weeks. She said, I would like to offer you life coaching. It sounded like it would be such a wonderful thing. I knew that I had to do something. I had seen a counselor for a while, but it wasn't helping. I needed more than that. I said to her, well, Karen, that's very sweet of you, but unfortunately, I don't have the money for that right now. She said, Christina, you don't understand. I would like to offer it to you for no money. I didn't even know what to say. I said, Karen, I can't accept that. Your service is valuable. I can't take it for no money. She said, I don't care. I would like to offer it to you. I said, how about this? How about we have a session once a month and I can pay you for a session once a month? She said, it's best if we do it every week and I don't want your money. I want to do this for you. I finally agreed because I knew that it was my answer to that prayer that I sent up the tree. I remember hanging up the phone after setting a time for our first session and breaking down into tears. Thank you, God. Thank you so much. This is so wonderful. My dog, Hannah, was right there looking at me like, what are you doing? And I reached down and I said, girl, I feel like we're going to be on the upswing. I worked with Karen for 13 months before I finally came to a point where I could say, I think I'm good. And she said, you are good. You've worked so hard. I took every exercise that she gave me and every moment of our conversations as a prayer as an answer to a prayer, as a 
gift, something, a major miracle in my life. And honestly, it's something that has changed my life for the better. And since then, I have thanked her in more ways than I can ever hope. But I don't know if I'll ever be able to repay her. I do hope to have her on to share one of her stories here soon, and I hope to have you on to share one of your stories as well. I also would like to offer, right now in all this craziness that's going on, my books that sell for $16 on Amazon are marked for my cost of $6 on my website, LetMyLegacyBeLove.com. In the book, I share many perspectives on stories and things that happened to me during my life. And I would love for you to have a copy of it at a really low price. Like I said, this is just what I have to pay for the books plus shipping because I need to cover my costs on the shipping as well. So please visit my website, www.letmylegacybeloved.com. And also please email me with your stories. I would love to have you on this broadcast. I would love to hear your stories and some of the miracles in your everyday life. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I hope you have a wonderful life and I hope you experience miracle after miracle.